This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to Green Talk, a podcast series from GreenLivingIdeas.com. Green Talk helps listeners in their efforts to lead more eco-friendly lifestyles through interviews with top vendors, authors, and experts from around the world. We discuss the critical issues facing the global environment today, as well as the technologies, products, and practices that you can employ to go greener in every area of your life. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening in today on Green Living Ideas, Green Talk Radio. This is your host, Sean Daly. And today I am very proud to have with me Michael Stusser from the Osmosis Day Spy. He is the founder and CEO of that organization. Michael, welcome to the program. Thank you, Sean. Very nice to be here today. All right. Well, so I'll tell my story of my experience and why we asked you to be on the program today. Uh, my wife, about three months ago, we were we were we were really busy and really stressed out as we tend to get in this you know this work world. And um, so she's like, "We're going to go to this place called Osmosis Day Spa, which I had heard about. It's a it's a local spa. It's about we're in Santa Rosa, California, and it's about have a half hour from us or so. I believe you guys are in, uh, it's an Occidental, right? Freestone. Freestone, yes. Close to Occidental. Um, and so we, uh, so I was like, okay, well, whatever, you know. I had heard some other things from friends about how great it was, but, you know, it was off my radar screen. So, so she she got me there, and uh, I had heard about these enzyme baths, and so we we, we had this whole experience of of going in and actually getting uh, going into the uh, this enzyme bath, which is a dry bath, uh, and you get they dig basically dig a hole for you, put you in, and cover you up with uh, I don't know what kind of chips or whatever goes in, and I'll, I'll give you a chance to talk about that. But I have to say that I was a skeptic in the beginning, but we got out of these and, and we just felt amazing. Our, our you know, your skin and the, the way you feel, and you know it's not something I would have ever thought of or chosen for myself, but I was really, really glad uh, that we went. And, and I was also fascinated at the same time to hear about some of the things that you guys are doing in terms of uh, envir- the environmental movement and you know green spas and all that. So very happy to have you on the show today and want to give you a chance to just talk about, tell us the story of Osmosis. Oh, gosh. Well, it's, uh, <laughs> it is quite a story. And I had my first enzyme bath in Japan back in the early 80s, and it was uh, a totally life-changing experience for me. And uh, afterwards, I was totally... Uh, convinced in a very knowing way that it was my life calling to bring this amazing heat treatment back uh, from Japan to the United States. Uh, the thing that makes it so unique is that it's a biologically generated heat treatment. The material in the bath is actually fermenting. And Sean, just so you know, we use the most fragrant cedar in the world. It's actually the cypress uh, from Oregon called the Port Orford Cedar. And uh, when this material ferments, it uh, is in an environment that is generating over 600 active enzymes. And that is part of the reason why people feel so good when they do it is because there's an interactive process with the enzyme activity in your own body. That was what was really fascinating to me is that I, I thought these you know, were heated externally, but it's all the heat, which is there's a significant amount of heat. I mean, it's not uncomfortable. It's, it's really nice. It's like being wrapped in a warm you know, bubble or envelope of some kind, um, but it's all naturally generated, the heat. Yes, uh, fermentation is the fundamental impulse in biology, and it truly is uh, nature's purification process. So it's a, it's a great detoxification process and as you say it's it's a natural heat source so uh it 
has special qualities that are totally different from a mechanically generated heat source because the biochemistry of it is sympathetic to what's going on in your own body. And uh, that's what makes it so therapeutic. It actually enhances the metabolic function. Uh, it improves uh, circulation. And it's hard to describe the sensation, but people really do feel very cleansed. They feel light. And it's a, a fantastic prelude to a massage because it helps to loosen up your joints and your mobility and just increases your receptivity for receiving uh, body work. To say the least, yes, we, we we did the full thing. We did the the massages afterwards and everything. And after we were we were like jellyfish in a good way, <laughs> you know, just completely relaxed. And it is it's one of those sort of difficult to describe feelings. Uh, and it was very unique. Um, you know, I I had uh, not known what to expect, but but I you know definitely it was kind of like uh, I can only relate it to something like acupuncture where things just start happening <laughs> and you just start feeling different and and it's kind of difficult to describe what's going on, but you feel it and so it's kind of a visceral you know experience and a whole body experience that really can you know only really be felt and not so much described in words. And you know, a big part of what we're doing down there in Freestone is we were very fortunate to uh, get this five and a half acre property back in the '80s, uh, and we've been working on it with the intent of creating a healing environment for the whole span of time that we've been there. And the landscaping and the grounds have all been done in uh, traditional Japanese landscape style. So uh, we've created a fairly enchanting environment to help uh, kind of enwrap and uh, embrace the whole thing and it's it's uh it's really a magical place a freestone's already a magical place even uh you know uh without all of that but it it just takes it up uh, to a whole nother level yeah no it is a beautiful spot and you guys have done a great job with the the, the walking garden back there and, and the whole thing it's a very it's a very meditative spot to say the least very peaceful uh, uh retreat so tell us about uh, you know also i know that you're involved in uh this this green spa network uh, can you talk to us about that Absolutely, yes, and uh, greening and sustainability have been core values for osmosis since the very beginning. Uh, in fact, um, most of the remodel that we did on the place when we uh, started with it was with recycled materials, and we have continued on in that vein in, in many ways uh, to really be energy efficient and have a footprint that really uh, makes sense. And We decided gosh, about two years ago that uh, we were really recognizing how uh, critical it was for everyone to get more on board given what's happening with uh, climate change and the uh, diminishing supply of resources we've all taken for granted for so long and began to recognize that spas actually in many cases are not necessarily operating in the most sustainable manner uh, nor are um, the products that are being used in the spas necessarily the best ones that uh, could be used for the benefit of people's health. And we started having meetings with some other people who are owners and managers of spas, having a, a discussion about um, how we could band together and formulate some ideas that uh, could be adopted in the industry around water conservation, uh, around um, skincare products that were free of um, parabens and other known carcinogenic substances, uh, and uh, a whole variety of factors that would really uh, contribute to uh, making us respons more responsible uh, businesses in terms of the global imperative for sustainability. 
So uh, we actually engaged the uh, wonderful services of the new college uh, MBA program who uh, uh, developed a wonderful first pass on the idea of a green spa association, which uh, proved to be a very inspiring document with a lot of uh, visionary elements in it that we were able to circulate and draw more interest. And uh, from there, we actually went forward and created the Green Spa Network, uh, which is now incorporated, and uh, we are forming a group of seed spas that had their first face-to-face meeting uh, in April down in Monterio. We have membership from uh, Vermont, New York, Atlanta, uh, and a couple different places in California, including Southern California and Calistoga, and we're working to build a, a large organization. We have a website now at greenspanetwork.org. It's just one page now. We're at the humble beginning stage of life, but we have um, big ideas on how we can work together uh, to create a green spa experience for spa guests where they can feel like they're patronizing businesses that really do uh, honor uh, the larger perspective of uh, the earth and how we're standing upon it. Are you the only green spa organization that you're aware of? At this point, uh, no, we're not. Um, there is actually a lot more going on with sustainability and greening in spas outside of this country. Uh, the United States is lagging behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Green Globe 21 out of Australia, uh, which has a fairly rigorous certification program and has uh, quite a number of members uh, in various parts of the world. But within the U.S., it sounds like you guys are pioneers in, in this particular area. I believe that we are, uh, yes, in terms of uh, having a specific um, work in this industry. Great. How, how many members are you up to right now? Currently, we have six who have all contributed a fairly high financial level to uh, provide the funds to generate the uh, infrastructure and support to really get underway. So uh, we're working on developing a permanent uh, website. Uh, we just uh, hired a managing director today, uh, and uh, we're actually recruiting uh, four more for the core group, the seed spas. And what they're going to do, and we've already started actually, is to create a green spa starter kit, which will make it easier for people who are in our business and are interested in greening and sustainability uh, to walk that path. Uh, this is a very uh, intensive hospitality business. Managing it is not an easy thing, uh, and that's part of the reason why we believe that uh, the industry is lagging behind. So we want to create tools that will make it a whole lot easier for people who are in this business to go about doing their greening and sustainability work. So the seed spas are hosting a monthly sustainability forum uh, among the core group and bringing in experts uh, to go through systematically all aspects of the spa, from water use to non-toxic cleaning to uh, cosmetic products to energy use, the whole gamut. And um, each of these forums are going to generate a body of information that we'll share with each other and then um, prepare to become chapters of the uh, starter kit, mm-hmm. which will be the uh, key deliverable for our uh, larger membership organization when we're ready to launch it. 
And so hopefully other spas that will, I, I, I understood from my own reading and research on this that the, the six that you've got are sort of some of the more prominent spas across the country, like the sort of the higher-end boutique spas that are well-known. And then I guess hopefully, you know, with the impact that obviously spas have with, you mentioned, you know, there's potential use of, uh, with maybe some of the less uh, eco-savvy ones, you know, chemical products that are harmful to the environment or wasting water and things like that, they'll, they'll sort of catch on and, and start to, to green their own practices so that we get a, you know, sort of uh, lessen the overall footprint impact of, of this type of um, organization across the country. That's the idea, very much so. We anticipate that uh, within a few years we'll have a fairly large membership because um, people are voting with their dollars on what kind of businesses they're going to patronize. And uh, more and more, I think we're all going to see uh, that people will be very discriminatory about where they go and how they spend their money, and they're really going to look towards businesses that are in alignment uh, with an earth-friendly philosophy and practice. So uh, we want to create a membership organization which will set some standards uh, that people will need to meet before they can uh, put our uh, Green Spa Network badge, if you will, on their uh, business. And we want it to be a very much of a meaningful um, barometer for uh, people to use as, as a yardstick in terms of uh, knowing that this particular business does, in fact, uh, adhere to this set of beliefs and also uh, has adopted uh, the practices that uh, we're developing now that we uh, will consider baseline minimum for entry level, and then we're going to have stages of uh, greenness uh, once they've got crossed the uh, basic threshold. So sort of degrees of greenness that they're achieving based on certain practices or thresholds or metrics they have to meet. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and what you say, I, I just want to reinforce that point. I think it's true. And we hear this time and time again, but it always bears repeating. Is it is the most powerful way that, that one can vote is with, with one's wallet. And how you spend your money as a consumer is really what, at the end of the day, uh, drives change with uh, industries and, and, and vendors and hopefully government as well in addition to your actual political votes. Um, so I think it's important, and, and in terms of the impact of what we're seeing, uh, to, again, to reinforce the point you made, uh, there was actually a, a uh, what's now become a pretty famous report uh, from a company, an organization called Accountability 21, and they did a, a research report that just came out recently called What Assures Consumers, and this was actually a piece that, that was developed for companies who are interested in understanding how consumers are purchasing their, their buying patterns and foci and such, and so this is really interesting. Um, there, there's new global research, I'm quoting from the report, new global research shows that consumers want better, independent, impartial assurance of corporations' environmental claims, so this also speaks to greenwashing. The report uh, called What Assures Consumers, and by the way, there's a, there's a link, you can download it if anybody's interested listening in off of our website, greenlivingideas.com. Um, it clearly, clearly indicates that consumers are very concerned with the role that corporations play in climate change. Seventy percent of consumers want climate change claims uh, to be proven by independent third parties, and over 50% of consumers believe governments should be forcing businesses to phase out products that contribute to global warming and other things. So this has clearly gotten onto the, 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 you know, the, the national mindset, uh, so, so that's a good thing. That is a good thing, and that's a very interesting link. So any, anything else you want to tell us about, uh, b- both from, I think, uh, from a consumer standpoint, or people that are interested in you know, going to spas and, and, and you know, greening that practice, as well as uh, you know, other spa owners out there, anything else you want to share in terms of how they can improve their, the sustainability of, of that practice, whether it's on the business side or the consumer side? Well, I think it's important to realize that um, the changes that we're all going to need to make uh, in fairly short order are enormous. And uh, the most important first step is the intention. 
and uh, uh, people really need to honor themselves for making the intention. And also, you have to start where you are. So don't be discouraged if you're making small steps uh, because that's where you have to start. And I just think that uh, some people seem to be so discouraged that uh, they don't do anything and and then feel bad about it. It's important not to feel bad. Yeah. Feel good. <laughs> <laughs> and go one step at a time and celebrate each step, and uh, that's how we're going to get to where we need to go. I, you know, very, very true, well-spoken, and I, I have to say that is so true. It is really a, it's a momentum thing. It's, you know, it's easy to get into that, especially, you know, you watch a film like, uh, you know, Inconvenient Truth, and you can kind of go two ways with it, which is, and I think there's always sort of an aftershock of, of, of you know, somewhat uh, depression. <laughs> you, you, and you're like, wow, we're really screwed. But I mean, that's not the message of a movie like that. The message is, you know, just wake up, be aware, become conscious, and do everything that you can do, because we can't go back, we can only go forward. And, you know, and re- take that energy that you could spend feeling bummed out about things or guilty or whatever it is, the negative emotions, and, and funnel that into a positive way, which as you point out very well, it, it builds it builds momentum. It, it creates positive momentum. And I, you know, I started. We started small with things, and then we started going looking at each other. My wife and I looking at each other, going, "Gosh, you know, we're really in trouble as a world." And you know, we have children, so that that really inc- increases the impact greatly. Uh, bringing children up, and so. But then the next thing we did is say, "What can we, you know, what can we start doing?" And then you do one thing, and then and you start doing another thing, and then all of a sudden it becomes part of your consciousness, and you're thinking about everything in your life, going, you know, going to spas and. And, you know how you heat your water in your home or whatever it is, and then your friends start noticing, and they say, "Wait, well, how how was that? I've always wondered about that." And you know, it's just amazing, and people don't realize the power that they have um, with their natural network of, of people that they know. They say that we all, you know, people who are centers of influence can influence anywhere up to you know, a thousand or more people um, within, like, sort of the six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing. Absolutely. It, it can even be more, far more than that. But uh, I drive a family. vehicle that runs on 100% uh, recycled vegetable oil, and, um, cool. you know, people used to look at me kind of cockeyed. I've been driving <laughs> it for a couple of years now, but more and more, you know, people are going, whoa, that, that's interesting. I, I would like to not have to go to the gas station and, yeah. and buy a petrochemical uh, product. Yeah. Funny how things change, huh? Now, now you're the cool guy on the block instead of the the guy that guy that had the funny vegetable oil machine. You know, that's I mean that's that's how it's gone, and it's thank you know thank God it's gone that way. I mean it's just uh, it's great to see uh, that becoming part of the you know, and I mean we're we're interviewing people in the middle of the country now, you know, in Oklahoma and Nebraska, Nebraska Hastings, Nebraska won the Yahoo Greenest City in the Country Award based on the commitment of its citizens, and we we interviewed the mayor uh, recently, and it was just you know it's just it's great to see it across the country and not just on the coasts. That is great. You know, so that's it's good it's good to see. Well, I just want to go back and say once again that you know I have had a direct experience uh, long before we ever talked about the podcast or you and I ever met uh, just as a as a, the consumer uh, having an experience in your establishment it's a, it's a magical uh, place I have to say you guys have done a great job there and for anybody that's listening in that's looking into either lives near the wine country or is looking towards a wine country vacation which has lots of other merits <laughs> uh, to come on out here uh, you definitely have to make it a point to stop at the Osmosis Spa uh, in Freestone, California uh, Michael Stusser has been my guest today he is the founder and CEO of Osmosis Thank you so much for being on the program with us today, Michael. Very much my pleasure. Thank you, Sean. Thanks as always to everyone listening in today. Remember, for more free on-demand podcasts, articles, videos, and other information related to living a greener lifestyle, visit our website at www.greenlivingideas.com. We'd also love to hear your comments, feedback, and questions. 
send us an email at editors at greenlivingideas.com. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.